filled with the spirit of the past and alive with the realness of the present. I am ancient. I am new. I am Heritage India. Manwadi Bharatam Kechit Astikadi Tathopare Tathopari Jaradanye Viprast Samyag Adhiyate This is a verse which is recited in the Mahabharata tradition which tells you that according to some people and there is evidence for that the text of the Mahabharata begins with the story of Manu. According to some others it begins with that of Astika and there are others who think that the story of Mahabharata starts actually with Uparijara. Now all of us know a little bit about Manu or Astika, but we have never heard the word Uparichara. So let us start with who this Uparichara was. Now, of course, today's topic of the talk is Yojana Gandha Satyavati. So obviously, this Uparichara is in one way or other connected to her. Before I start to say anything, I must ask you, to remember one thing. Whenever there is an academic talk or debate or anything on Mahabharata, in the scholastic circles of Sanskrit, people would only refer to the critical edition of Mahabharata. Right? So I will stick to that edition. And if somebody tells me, but Bihar Chopra has shown this on TV, I don't think I would be interested in looking at that. So, to back to the critical edition prepared by Bandarkar Oriental Institute. So, once upon a time, there was this king. And though I started as a story, please remember, the entire epic of Mahabharata is a story which is based on history. And therefore, I would call it historical story. All of it is true. The only thing is the way it is described is it fanciful? This Uparichara king was very nice. He would always look at his people with great care, always work for their betterment. It was really a welfare state. If there are floods, he would go up. I'm purposely using this word. He would go up and then look and survey the flooded area. If there is excess rains, he would go and stand in the muddy fields. Once Indra asked him for some help in a war, Uparichara complied and then of course he won. Indra was extremely happy. So when Uparichara left, Indra said, hey friend, I'll give you something which is of great use to you. It is a Spartika Vimana. I'm purposely using these words. Spartika made out of Spartika, Vimana. I would not translate the word Vimana because most of the times in other places, it means a big palace. But here it somehow means something which goes up in the air and moves almost an aeroplane. I'll give you a Vimana, which is Divya, divine, and which is all this time enjoyed only by the gods. So just see, he gives him a Vimana. And along with Vimana, Indra gives him two other things. One is Vaijayanti, that is a Tulasi Mala. 
and a yashti. Yashti is a dunder staff. Upparichara comes back to his kingdom and when he comes back, he brings this yashti to the court. Mahabharata tells you, it is from this moment that all the kings started using a dunder when they came to the court. Just see, you don't know how old and ancient our traditions could be. But more important is, this Uparichara, next day, he did Uchraya of that Yashti. Uchraya literally means rising up. He put that Yashti high up in the air, then worshipped it with Gandhapula Malyadi, sandalwood, flowers, garlands, etc. And said that whosoever does this puja every year will be benefited in a big way. Probably this is the beginning of what in Maharashtra we call Gudhi Padawa or Varshap Pratipada. That is when and even many other occasions when there used to be happy occasions, people used to have these Gudhis. Anyway, this king had five sons and he had a wife named Girika and he, he had gone hunting and he was thinking of Girika and he wanted to meet with her. But he could not and his semen fell down which was swallowed by a fish, female fish called Adrika. Okay, now this is a story, the mythology. But every word would have some meaning. Now this Adrika was caught in the net by a fisherman. Okay, that's perfectly all right. When the fisherman cut open the fish, he found a human twin. So this twin is born from King Uparichara and this Adrika, who was actually an Apsara who was cursed to be a fish till she gets baby or whatever. So that is how this twin was born. Surprisingly enough, in spite of having five sons already, Uparikara says, I want a son. And he says to the fisherman, you can keep the daughter, I don't think I want her. And this is how this daughter came to be adopted by the fisherman. And she is Satyavati. So you would know how Uparichara is very important when we try to understand Satyavati as a character, as a personality. Now, he was a fisherman. After this, Uparichara and Satyavati, they have absolutely no interaction. But I always feel, you know, that in Mahabharata, there are some peculiar things. Like there are many twins. Satyavati and her twin brother is Virata. Remember Virata, the king of Matsya Desha, to whose kingdom the Pandavas incognito, Ajnatavas, had retired. So Satyavati and Virata are twins. Now, day after tomorrow, we will talk about Draupadi and that Draupadi and Drushtadyumna are twins. Krupa and Krupi are twins. 
Nakula and Sahadeva, there are so many pairs of twins, you know. And Satyavati just happens to be probably the first of them. So Satyavati is growing up in the household of that fisherman. Now just imagine, she is a born princess. I always wonder that maybe this king said, I don't want the daughter. But did he ever care for her feelings? She was a baby when this was done. She was an infant actually. But later on, when she came to know the truth, what must have happened to her psyche? How did she take that blow? I really cannot understand. But a lot of things that happened later on in her life can be related as a cause and effect to this incident in her childhood. So this fisherman, he brought her up with great love. Okay, I mean, he did not discriminate between uh, Satyavati and his other children. But since she was staying in a fisherman's place, house rather, and since she was working with all of them, she smelled of fish. People who do not eat, eat fish, they suddenly and always smell the smell of the fish and they do not like it. And somehow, this was a very strong Matsya Gandha, the smell of the fish, which Satyavati always had, even after a bath. Therefore, she was also called Matsya Gandha, Matsya and Gandha. Many of you might have seen or at least remember a Marathi play called Matsya Gandha, which Vasanta Kanetkar had written. It was about Satyavati. In fact, that is the only, uh, what should I say, piece of literature which is dedicated to Satyavati. And that is why I thought of talking about Satyavati because in spite of being great, she is kind of neglected. Anyway, so Satyavati is called Matsyagandha. She is growing up. And please remember, her father is a king and her mother is an apsara. So she was very beautiful. Forget about the smell, but otherwise she was a very beautiful young girl. And she was now 16 or 17. And she would help her father to take, uh, he was a ferryman, you know, across the Yamuna, he would take passengers and she would do that. She would help him. Dharmartham Vaha Yetari. Once a great Rushi named Parashara, whom we have heard even from other sources, he comes there and he asks her to take him across the river. She readily agrees, but in the boat, the Rushi is enamored by her. Parashara is very happy, attracted, and he says, will you enjoy with me? And this poor girl, she doesn't understand much. She is small, young, innocent. And she said, I don't mind, but I'm Pitru Vasha. I have to ask my father because my virginity will be lost. Kaumaryam, it will be lost. So what can I do about that? Parashara says, don't worry, I'll take care of that. Then she says, there are so many people roaming and wandering on the banks of Yamuna. They will see me with you. 
He said, don't worry about that either. I will create a curtain of fog around our boat so that no one will know what is happening. She readily agrees. And then they enjoy themselves in that boat and she is pregnant. But one very important thing that happens is Parashara is so pleased and so happy that he tells her that, okay, I'm very pleased. Ask for a blessing. Ask for a boon. And you know what this young girl asks for? Just see how some things go deep into your mind. She says, I always smell of fish. I don't like that. So can you make my body smell in a better way? Something, a perfumed body or something? Parashara says, no problem. I'll do that easily. And then from that day onwards, Gatra Muttamam, all her body got excellent smell or let's say perfume. Okay. And this perfume was so sweet and so strong that people could smell her from a mile away. A mile, something like a mile in those days, what called Yojana. And therefore, she got a name Yojana Gandha. So a girl who was born with a given name as Vasavi, Satya, Kali, and later on Matsya Gandha is now known as Yojana Gandha. And hence the title Yojana Gandha Satyavati. So anyway, we all know the history that she gave birth to Vyasa, who was also the author of Mahabharata and at the same time a character in Mahabharata. We will see how. So she gave birth to him and then she was again, you know, helping her father and everything. The life went on normally. I am ancient. I am new. I am Heritage India. Hey. 